Hello and welcome to the Be Elevated podcast. My name is John Spechtenhauser, and for those who want to join me in bettering ourselves, this is the place for you. I recently started a journey to get more out of my everyday life, and I would like to let you in on everything I am reading, learning, and experiencing on my journey to elevate my everyday life. Good afternoon and welcome to the Be Elevated Podcast. My name is John Spechtenhauser and I'm glad you guys are here with me today. There's a few things that I'm really excited to talk about with you guys, but before I get into that, I would like to please ask you to subscribe and like and also put a comment if you would like to, wherever you may be listening, whether that's YouTube. Uh, We're now on the podcast app with Apple, which is super exciting, but was a pain to try and figure out how to do because I'm not very technologically smart, um, but I'm glad I figured that out. Um, And also SoundCloud. So um, anyway, kind of going into what we're going to talk about now, want to touch a little bit about, uh, we're going to talk about climate change and some of the stuff that I've learned about climate change, uh, which isn't very much, but it's kind of changed my perspective on things a little bit. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is uh, to be uh, the Be Elevated uh, podcast is all about learning things and applying it and doing your own research and just growing as a person. Um, And climate change is something I really didn't know much about. Of course, I don't really touch too much on climate change, but it kind of goes into uh, what I'm going to start kind of talk about with the agricultural revolution. Um, and then we're going to go into, uh, which I've been talking about for the last few episodes now, um, the Headspace Guide to Meditation and Mindfulness. I'm super excited about this. I uh, love this book, and I've, I read it in four days. It's 200 pages long, and I've already started applying a lot of the principles and fundamentals that are in this book, and I love it. I highly recommend it, and I'm going to be writing a report on this book, and I'm going to hopefully get a blog started like I talked about, and I'm going to post it on there for you guys to read it. It goes more in depth. Uh, of course, you can always read the book if you want to learn more about it. So anyway... Moving on from there, so uh, one of the things that I've kind of always had a closed mind on is climate change, uh, agriculture, and stuff like that, Um, and I'm not going to lie, yeah, I've been a little bit ignorant about it, um, but I didn't really have any formal education, or I guess informal education it would be. Um, I haven't really did any research, never really read anything, never really heard anything from my opposing view. Um, so, you know, earlier this year, I've kind of changed my perspective on it a little bit. Um, and it actually started out with the documentary on Netflix called Our Planet. I think that's what it's called. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Um, it's basically like planet earth. It's awesome. It's in 4k, all that stuff, Uh, but it targets more on the effects of climate change and what it's actually doing to our ecosystems. And it's such an amazing documentary. There's few episodes and uh, it's definitely worth a watch. I highly recommend it. And you, it, that honestly is enough to kind of change your mind. And at least, I don't want to say change your mind fully, because it didn't change my mind fully. But it definitely has made me uh, branch out and do my own research. And uh, obviously, I'm not a scientist. 
Um, but one of the things about this podcast that I really want to want you guys to understand is the Be Elevated podcast is to elevate your mind. It's to do your, you know, do your own research, learn, get knowledge, uh, things that you would normally do, kind of step out of your comfort zone, not be as ignorant to some of the things that you might have been, which I this is a topic that I've been pretty ignorant with because I just don't know. Um, so we'll kind of uh, get, move on from here. So I was listening to a podcast the other day. Um, what is it called? Uh, well, it's about agricultural revolution by Bruce uh, Friedrich. Frederick, I don't know. Uh, probably thinking too much into that. I'm horrible with names, and I apologize. And it's kind of funny that my name is kind of messed up and long too. Spechtenhauser is not an easy name to say. Uh, well, it's not an easy name to spell anyway, but to say it, it looks exactly how it's spelled. Um, so anyway... Um, but it's a, a TED Talk, yes, the Daily TED Talk podcast. I was listening to this on the way to work. Like I said, that's something that I've been doing now instead of listening to music. And uh, let's be honest, music nowadays isn't that great anyway. It's all the same crap. Um, I've talked, <laughs> I talked a little bit about it in my past podcast. I should actually just do a whole podcast about how much I dislike music right now. Um, and it's led me to wanting to listen to podcasts because I'd rather listen to people talk than people sing about stupid crap. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> um, but anyway, agricultural revolution. And it starts off saying that in a 2009 study, um, it was not so much about uh, a study that they did was not so much about uh, uh, climate change, but it was talking about uh, global agriculture is destroying humanity and the threat uh, and stability of the planet. And then it talks a little bit about it, and it talks about how, you know, we're boosting all these animals with antibiotics and stuff like that. And the antibiotics are actually making it harder for our own antibiotics uh, to work. And uh, I guess tens of thousands of people die every year. I don't know how true that is. I haven't done my research on that aspect of it. Uh, but it is definitely something to look into. Um, but yeah, I guess 10,000, tens of thousands of people die every year because the antibiotics aren't working the way they should be because they're eating, um, you know, meat from animals that are being, uh, injected with a bunch of antibiotics. So I want to do a little bit more research into that. So I'm going to look into some articles, some, uh, books about it, maybe reads there's surely there's a lot of things published about this on opposing sides to everything. So we can look at uh, just different views and see what's going on with there. And, uh, I will definitely let you guys know what I find out. Um, uh, but then it goes on to say that, uh, the average American eats 200 pounds of meat and that's insane to the average American eats 200 pounds of meat. Not only that, but meat productivity is going to need to uh, increase 70 to 100% by the year 2050. Uh, that's what this podcast says. And I don't know if you guys have driven through the Midwest at all. Uh, I'm from Kansas, and I'm going to tell you what. There's a lot of cattle out in Kansas. There's a lot of cattle out in the Midwest. And I just imagine that doubled. Double the cows, okay? And I'm going to tell you what. There's going to be a lot of, you know, <laughs> a lot of farmland being taken up. Uh, and that's kind of one of the things that uh, it kind of talks about in our planet, the Netflix documentary, is a lot of our grasslands and our plains, um, there's not really many um, that are unspoiled anymore because it's all used for grassland and uh, for grazing for our uh, animals. So that's kind of interesting. So just imagine that. There's just going to be even more 
cows, chickens, all that stuff taking up our land. So our resources are obviously going to start um, overtaking where we live, um, the space that we're going to need for these resources. So it's kind of interesting take on that. Um, so then it goes into talk about um, we can get our meat from plants. And by that, we basically um, make plants into meat, I guess, or some sort of meaty substance. And um, one of the companies that are doing this that I actually recently tried because uh, Color Me Intrigued here, uh, I decided to buy Beyond Meat meat, um, which is made out of plants. And it's really interesting how they do it. Uh, when you open up the package, it's basically, it looks like a hamburger. It does. You were, you honestly probably wouldn't even know uh, unless you knew what you were eating. You would be like, hmm, this is pretty good because it, it did. It tasted good. I really couldn't tell the difference between that and an actual beef patty. Uh, as crazy as that sounds, if I did not know that I was eating, um, a beyond meat burger, which is a veggie burger, essentially, I would, I would have never known. And they go as much as like getting the red tint of the beet, uh, of, of the beet, of the meat down. And they do it by uh, putting beets in the meat, actually. Uh, you can go to their website. They'll tell you a lot about it. But anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, but it also talks about growing meat from cells. Now, this isn't beyond meat. This is just another thing from the podcast that it talked about. Uh, and uh, uh, Bruce goes on to say that we can grow chickens and slaughter in six weeks. Um, so essentially, we would be able to grow... Uh, chicken from cells in six days, uh, essentially. Um, so anyway, that was kind of an interesting thing, and I thought I would share that with you guys because uh, I know nothing about this stuff, and it was really interesting to just, you know, I, I didn't even choose to listen to this. It was just on my podcast, and it was one of the things that was up next on the playlist to play, and uh, it, was, it was pretty interesting. So I'm glad I was able to share that with you guys, and I recommend you listen to it. Um, along with all the other TED Talks uh, that are on there, because there's a lot of good ideas on there, and it kind of opens the mind a little bit. But anyway, now that I'm done with this, I want to go into uh, what I've been talking about for the last uh, two episodes, is the book The Headspace Guide to Meditation and Mindfulness by Andy Puttacombe. Okay, uh, Whenever I first got this book and I told you guys about it, I told you how I found it. It was on Bill Gates's blog, www.gatesnotes.com. Um, and it's actually his blog. He does everything on it. Um, and uh, one of the things that he has on there, which is actually how I came across it, is a, a reading list, a recommended reading list. So this is books that he's read that he recommends. And this is one of the ones that were on there. And so I was like, yeah, you know, I've always kind of wanted to know a little bit about meditation. And if this is something that is on his list, I'm going to go ahead and you know, look at it and see what I can learn. So got the book in the mail the next day and read it uh, the day after I finished The Intelligent Investor. So this book is amazing. Uh, it has opened my eyes to things that I never thought were even possible. Um, and it's, they even have a, an app, a headspace app that, um, the author helps create. I highly recommend you download it. I have downloaded it, but anyway, so I guess we'll kind of get in on this. So, uh, the book is, uh, he's a monk essentially. He, Andy has went through and stayed at several, uh, monasteries. I think it's what it's called. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, basically where uh, it's uh, where people go to meditate. And he's been everywhere. He's been Australia. He's been Asia, places like that to practice meditation. Has learned from several different teachers. Uh, but uh, the thing that he he go, has a lot of stories in there, which are really fun. I recommend you guys uh, read this book. So it's actually pretty funny. Um, anyway, it talks about... Uh, what meditation actually is. And if you guys are anything like me, uh, I thought meditation was just clearing the mind. And that's actually completely wrong. It's not that at all. And actually, it's the opposite of that. It's actually being more aware of what's going on. It's being aware of your mind. It's being aware of your thoughts, being aware of your body. It's just being more aware, um, which is completely opposite of what I thought it was. Uh, so that right there, if, if you were completely wrong, that's, an, that's one reason right there to, you know, pick up this book and read it. It's only 200 pages. It's a pretty quick read, but it's a good one. Um, but anyway, it, everything that's in this book, uh, all the practices with meditation is in the Headspace app. Uh, so recommend you download it. It's free. You can buy stuff in it, obviously, like most other apps, but, it's free. You get 10 free lessons, and uh, I've, I'm on number five right now. Tomorrow will be number five. Um, but anyway, so it talks about what is mindfulness, what is headspace, what is meditation. I kind of went over uh, what meditation is. So what is mindfulness? Because that's a really big part of this book. It's not just about meditation. It's about mindfulness. Um, you know, you've probably heard your parents say you need to be more mindful of what you're doing. Um, and I, I think we can all agree that, um, whenever we're driving or we're doing something, we kind of just kind of go on autopilot for a while. And so we're not being mindful about what we're doing. Um, if we're walking, we'll walk down the, the whole block and be like, Whoa, I don't even remember getting here. How did I get here? Um, well, you're being absent minded there. It's actually very reckless and dangerous when you think about it, but, um, so mindfulness is just the ability to be present. Uh, whenever you're more mindful, um, you are, you're in the moment. Uh, and it's really an interesting concept because uh, it's actually really hard to be in the moment because our, our minds like to wander. Uh, we might think about something that's going to happen later today, something that happened in the past. But even something as simple as eating, doing the dishes, or running uh, just focusing on what you're actually doing at the present time. It's really interesting how that changes your mental health. Um, and it goes into the book to explain. And I'll talk about some of the benefits here at the end. Um, so we talked about meditation, mindfulness. And so I guess we'll talk about uh, what headspace is, which headspace is the outcome, the outcome of the mindfulness and the meditation, uh, which is sometimes described as happiness in the book. So you have your the Headspace Guide to my, uh, Meditation and Mindfulness. Um, and in the book, uh, he talks about a simple exercise called uh, Take 10. So it's basically a 10-minute exercise, uh, which he goes uh, through step-by-step step in the book, of basically just meditating. It's a 10-minute exercise that he recommends that you do every single day. Um, in which, since I've started reading this book and learned about the Take 10, I've done it every day. And I got to tell you, the results are amazing. It's crazy. Just a few days of me doing this, and I already feel so much better. It just adds on to all of the exercise, the eating right, and everything that I've done. Now I've added meditation into my morning routine. 
I, I don't even know how it can get much better. I'm sure it will, and I'm excited to see how much better my life will get, but I, this is a routine that I don't plan on stopping anytime soon um, because I've, I see the benefits of it. Just after a few days, I've seen the benefits of meditating, and I'm just more present in everything that I do, and it's awesome. It's a good feeling to know that I can be hanging out with my kid and I'm not thinking about tomorrow. I'm not thinking about my future, which lately has been my retirement. How am I, you know, which we talked about the book, uh, Everyday Millionaires and The Intelligent Investor. So this is just, it helps me be present. It helps me focus on what's going on right now. And I actually feel uh, like I'm being a better parent and a better husband by doing this, which is, it makes me feel good because I actually have full focus on what's going on. And uh, one of my favorite quotes from the book, actually, um, it, it really touches on that. This is word for word in the book. It says, uh, it can sometimes feel as though we're busy remembering, planning, and analyzing life, that we forget to experience life as it actually is, rather than how it should be. That's pretty powerful, because that's really the whole point of mindfulness. That's the whole, you know, meditation helps you be more mindful. And then when you're more mindful, you're just more present in what's going on. Um, and that's really what it's about. It's about just being more aware, being aware of your feelings, emotions, you know, thoughts. Whenever you meditate, you're not trying to get rid of your thoughts. You're not trying to just be empty. That's actually the opposite. You want to be aware of your thoughts. Um, and once you're aware of your thoughts, don't just try and shut them out, but just, as he says it, gently go back to focusing on whatever you're focusing on. But you're aware of those thoughts in your mind. Uh, it, it's actually a really awesome book. I recommend you read it. I'm going to write a report of this book. I have so many sticky tabs in this book. It is crazy. I probably have at least 20 or 30. And the book's only 200 pages long. So there's a pretty good tidbit of information in every single page of this. Um, but I chose my favorite. Now for some of you guys who may be wondering, oh, well, what does meditation actually do for you? Well, these are what I'm going to show, uh, share with you are actual clinical studies that meditation has done for you or will do for you, and it's in the book. Um, so uh, since 2004, the UK National Institute for Clinical Excellence recommends the use of meditation or mindfulness to help with depression, anxiety, insomnia, and chronic pain. And in the book, it actually goes through several things that he has done in his own clinic uh, because he has a, a headspace and a mindfulness clinic. And uh, he sees uh, patient referrals who deal with anxiety and depression and stuff like that. And he has so many stories in there that say how it's actually helped them. Even people who are addicted to alcohol and drugs. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, whenever you're more mindful, uh, it helps with your self-control. Uh, it, it actually improves your performance under stress because you're able to be in the present. You're able to really see what's going on and have a feel for the whole picture. And you're aware of the stress. You're aware of what's uh, of how you feel. Um, so it kind of helps you understand that stress is just an emotion that will pass. It's a feeling that will pass. Um, and it, will, it, uh, it can help you fall asleep faster. Um, and actually meditation, uh, according to this, actually changes the shape of your brain which is pretty cool. I'm not sure how. Um, uh, well, it, it's in the book, but I don't know it word for word. Um, but it go, there's some scientific stuff in there, and it'll tell you about. Um, it uh, enhances your quality of life, and it actually helps you have clearer skin, and uh, it helps improve chances of conceiving. So those are just some of the things that meditation helps you with. 
And as you can kind of see, it all correlates with uh, dealing with, you know, everything kind of snowballs on top of each other, you know. You have self-control, you're going to have less stress. If you have less stress, you'll, you'll sleep better. Um, you know, it's going to enhance your quality of life because you're able to improve your performance and deal with stress better. If you can do that, it's going to help clear your skin because we all know you break out whenever you have stress. So I highly recommend you read this book if you don't know anything about meditation or if even if you think you do, read this book. I promise you that it will expand your thoughts on it even more. Anyway, that's about all that I have for you today. Like I said, this is something that I was really excited to talk to you about. I feel like I've grown so much as a person in these first six months of the year, and I'm excited to keep growing. I've read 17 books this year, and I'm about to move on to 17. Um, or if I read 17 books this year, I have to. I think I think I've read 17 books this year. And I'm about to go on to 18 actually. Uh, it's in there somewhere. I should probably know that, but you know, once numbers get so high, you kind of lose count. You know, uh, apparently I can't pa count past 17. Um, but anyway, I really appreciate you guys being here with me today. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe and like to the podcast. Like I said, we're now on uh, Apple Podcasts. We are on uh, YouTube. Hopefully, once we get the blog going, we can we can also do video podcasts. These are things that I'm working on. I'm learning how to do. I am not tech savvy by any means, and all of my products are Apple products, which uh, is a big learning curve for me because I have been learning on Microsoft products my entire life. So um, just bear with me on this, but hopefully we'll get the ball rolling here pretty soon. As always, do not forget to elevate your life. That is the whole point of this podcast, so you can learn and we can grow together. Thank you for listening. And have a wonderful day and elevate your life. Next time on the Be Elevated Podcast. As crazy as it sounds, there are laws of leadership just like there are laws of everything else in this world. Uh, particularly, there are 21 laws. Uh, that's a lot less laws than that are of every other thing in the world. But yes, just 21 laws. I'm not going to explain all 21 laws, just the ones that are important to me. If you want to read about all 21 laws, uh, the book is called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John C. Maxwell.